Welcome to Energy Works. We're talking today about our worth. What are we worth and valuing ourselves? You're not feeling that you are enough. I had a couple of queries in our Facebook group, so I'll just refer to those. So one one lady commented, said, um, I feel unworthy and have such and have such troubles with um, setting appropriate boundaries. And um, she said, if I do set boundaries, it can so easily be aggressively. I find it so hard to to find that middle ground. So I guess it comes back to respect for myself. I then crumble if my unspoken boundaries are violated, and even worse, if they are the articulated boundaries, it becomes a spiral. And I think, you know, that's a very common problem. You know, we often feel that our boundaries are overrun. I know, you know, when I had lots of little kids, it was like your body space was always violated. You know, you're either breastfeeding or holding or carrying or someone sleeping in your bed. So it's always an invasion of your body space. And so you feel that you're about, you have no boundaries and you're not allowed to have any boundaries. And, you know, by the time your husband wants to give you a cuddle, you're like, oh, wait, don't touch me. I have enough people attached to me. And so that makes it very difficult. And so, you know, this is where we, um, you know, want to feel that we are worthy of respect. And and I think often it has to start with self-respect because if we can't respect ourselves or respect how we're doing things, it becomes very difficult to expect others to respect us when we're not respecting ourselves. So I, I think it's an important principle here too that, you know, we need to decide what is acceptable to us, you know, how our boundaries are, you know, how much contact we want, how late do our kids stay up, you know, how much time do we stay at work, how much time do we put in cleaning the house, you know, when do we go to bed? Because for me, that's that's one of the hardest struggles, to pull the plug and say you've done enough, that's it, you know, go to sleep. So I think... You know, learning to know where your boundaries lie and what really does push your boundaries and, you know, being able to decide what is, what is the limit and, you know, when enough is enough. And I think, you know, even with our families that, you know, when we say, you know, to me that's not acceptable, I feel annoyed when you do that and, you know, to explain what is our our limit and not to go past that and you know once someone understands what the boundaries are they they will respect them but if sometimes the boundary is strong and sometimes it's not they think that if I push a little bit harder she's going to give in and so then I'll keep pushing and so then we create a monster if we can't set the boundaries and have respect for ourselves and often this lack of respect from ourselves comes from our childhood and it comes from how we were treated and it comes from how our family saw our values and how our families valued us and how our parents valued themselves and how, you know, the, how the family mechanics work. That's the very beginnings of how we determined what our boundaries were and how they would work. So another commented and she said, um, I can crumble when someone dismisses what I do as trivial. And she said she had written a history of her of the high school of her children and she took a, a copy to um, Relief Society, which is like a church women's organisation, and no one acknowledged what she did. And, uh, you know, I think that's sad that, you know, we can't acknowledge each other's wins and little glories and accomplishments because I think we all need to be valued for the things that we do. And lady also commented she has a disabled husband and, uh, you know, someone says, oh, you only have to push the wheelchair. So I think, you know, that would be quite offensive to feel that, you know, all your hard work has not been acknowledged. 
in a particular area of your life and that can be very frustrating. So another one commented too, she said, I have a problem not valuing anything I do, always dismissing my achievements so people then don't value me. So I feel I'm not taken seriously when I speak of, of my intentions or what I want in life. So then I don't receive... She then doesn't receive and she doesn't feel that she's worthy of respect. So when she speaks, she feels like she's dismissed or she's a verbal punching bag, which is not very nice, is it? We want everybody to feel their worth and to feel that they are of value. And, you know, every person is of value no matter what they have. And, you know, if you think about when we're born, we come with nothing. And when we go, we can't really take anything with us. So really what is of value is what's in our hearts and, and what we have learned. We need to start, I think, here about clearing what we see as the value of ourselves. And if I say I'm valuable, that's weak. I'm worthy is weak. I'm worthy of respect is weak. I value myself, it's weak. Others value me. Okay, so let's use an oil. Okay, Arbor Vitae. Okay, Arbor Vitae is the oil of divine grace. All right, I'm grounded and recognize the interconnectedness of all life of which I am a part. Okay, I live effortlessly in divine grace. And really, all of us live in divine grace, don't we? Like, of ourselves, we can really do nothing. So it's important to, you know, acknowledge the universal God and, and our role within that whole, I guess, in the whole world and within the, the community that we live in, our part that we play. And sharing the times that we struggle, sharing the times that we win are part of helping others to be able to do the same. All right, now there's something out in someone's back, T6, which is the wiring to your stomach. All right, generational component here from Dad. Stuck emotions and the feeling of being vulnerable. And often we don't like vulnerability and sometimes we might use anger or putting up strong boundaries to protect ourselves from other people's anger or way that they treat us. So it's important to understand that vulnerability isn't always bad. We may not like that feeling because we don't want people to hurt us. But, you know, always stating what is acceptable to us and what isn't is valuable for ourselves and also for others to know when they've crossed the boundaries. Someone can't know unless we say something that we are offended or we're hurt or, you know, the things that are bothering us so we have to state and we have to be clear about those things okay and the feet come up now right foot we'll just look up feelings buried alive book all right so the fear of stepping forward in life it doesn't feel safe all right so yeah, what does stepping forward mean you know often we know that there are things that we want to do differently or things we want to change but we're scared as we change that people will be upset and often they will because we may not be as much their slave as we were if we actually you know being busy with our own life but actually us following what we feel is empowering to others too because if we can do it then they can do it too and age 15 comes up here feeling incomplete I think as a teenager, you know, we often feel we either have to look a certain way or have a certain thing or dress a certain way or speak a certain way to be valued. And so it's learning to value ourselves as we are and allow ourselves to become complete through the processes of life. And also there's a generational component here from a mum's mum, the feeling of being bewildered. Now, you know, often in our family's case, there may have been wars or, um, you know, 
political disruptions or, you know, like in, in my mum's mum's case, her husband was taken as a prisoner of war and she didn't know for a long time if he was even alive. And so that would be bewildering too, you know. She was living with his family and not always being treated in a nice way. So, you know, things being way out of her control. And yet she was a wonderful person and she always did her best. And I think, you know, for each of us, that's all we can do, isn't it? To be the best that we can be. And that really is enough. Right, now there's a reaction to feelings here. Now also a generational component from Dad's dad and the feeling of being used. Okay, so now we're going to go a little bit into the mind. I'm living my life according to my highest purpose. Now, I don't know about you, but I can be doing something and then I'll start another project like cleaning the oven, which might take all day and I haven't finished the washing yet or I haven't, you know, rung up or done the other things I need to. So for me, I have to constantly be checking on what is the most important thing to do and I can struggle with that a lot and be easily waylaid. Now, age 10 comes up here. And again, stuck emotions. And the feeling of humiliation. A little incident comes to mind for me. So when I was about that age, I used to... Um, be in a little singing group of a lady down the road who was a music teacher. But obviously I didn't always sing in tune at that stage and um, she asked me at a particular performance not to sing, which of course was highly embarrassing. And so my reaction to that was to criticise this particular lady and her daughter heard and dobbed me in. And so I was told off, which was highly humiliating. But, you know, it's a valuable lesson to me that, you know, when I feel inferior not to criticise others, to, you know, for me to work on my singing and to improve so I could sing in tune was more beneficial than to be hurting other people in the process. Now, there's also a generational component to this on mum's side. And, you know, sometimes these ways of reacting are what we've been taught in our family. And not that it is an excuse for it to remain like that, but it's like a way for us to um, look at where we're stuck and where we need to improve and where we need to help ourselves to do better. Put another affirmation in here. So no matter what I do, I'm worthy of respect. And we could include also no matter what I don't do. Age 17 comes up and 21, 25. There was a client that I was working with during the week. Her family really rely heavily on her. You know, her husband lost his job and he you know, he wasn't in a good headspace, so it was probably a good thing. Actually, he threw in his job. He didn't lose his job. He, I think, was quite depressed. And so she was working full-time and still cleaning up and doing the work around the house and having adult children that weren't always contributing. So, And it made it hard because, you know, as you have teenagers and you know you know young family members that are adults it makes it hard to be able to feel that you have some sort of control or some way to be heard or to be respected and so it's like when others refuse to help you or when they're rude to you or when you've been abused then you become fearful to ask for what you want and so it ends up that you do everything in fear of being criticized or in fear of being unworthy to be helped and it becomes such a soul-destroying way of living because you never feel that you're worthy enough to ask for what you want and because they react and carry on. But really, that's where the boundaries have to be drawn because as much as they may carry on, they're still relying on you and relying on where you live to be 
fed and clothed, practicing to speak up and even though they might carry on and react, to be able to be firm and kind, still loving and kind, even though there is a reaction, is very empowering because if you feel that someone is hearing you even when you're having a tantrum and they are hearing what you're saying and even though they may not be buying what you're saying, there it gives them time to express and then you can still be firm on what you want. Uh, you may have to put some earplugs in sometimes and put on your, uh, you know, your steel underwear to deal with it all. But in the end, you know, you're worthy of respect regardless of what they say or do. And, you know, that they hurl abuse at you or are critical of you is part of where they're at, that they're not feeling that they can own their own responses and that they can act as an adult and to, you know, participate in the home. But letting them off the hook doesn't help them because they really don't feel right about what they're doing and do need to be called on what they're doing. But it is scary to do that because, uh, you know, the wrath of our children or our family members or even our boss or whoever it is that's not doing the right thing can be quite scary. But the more that we can calmly and peacefully hold our ground, the more that we can help change the atmosphere of where we work, where we live and the people that we interact with. And I know for myself, when I have a tantrum, which I do, you know, to be heard and to hear all my soul's complaint is very powerful and once I've been heard then I feel that I can move forward then and address the things that are wrong but until we feel that we are heard it's such an unsafe and um, awful place it's almost like we've painted ourselves into the corner and so you know being unhappy and expressing the concerns to our family members and the people that may not like to hear it are important and you know the more that we can be calm as we say it the more powerful it is and you know the more that we can be calm even when others react and they may be explosive or yell and we tend to want to run away from that the more that we can be calm through that and hear what has to be said the more that they in turn can own their part of the problem. Age 15 comes up here too. I think when we're at that age there's a lot of blame and there's a lot of wanting to be acceptable, wanting to look a certain way or be a certain way and to feel that we won't be accepted unless we blend in with how others are. But the more that we blend in, the more we lose our personality and our individuality. And so it's like a fine line between being who we are and also being able to really make progress and improve and allow ourselves to be different from others. Because really when all said and done, if we're like everyone else, we'd be boring. So I am valuable as strong, I'm worthy as strong, I'm worthy of respect as strong, I value myself as strong and others value me as strong as well. Um, I'm living my life according to my highest purpose, that's strong. Um, I am grounded and recognize the interconnectedness of all life of which I'm a part, that's strong. And I live effortlessly in divine grace. And, you know, really we're placed in the families that we're in for us to grow. It's not, we're not placed there to have a holiday and a picnic, we're placed there to grow. And whether the challenges come from within the family or outside the family and the family back us up, there is always help and we need to be available to ask for the help and to feel that we can be helped and to feel that we are worthy of the help. 
So thank you to those people that did uh, put things in the in the Facebook page, our Energy Works Facebook page. And if you're not in that Facebook group, you're welcome to join. And even if some people say, oh, I don't like Facebook, make yourself up a business name or a, another name if you don't want to be personally involved so that you can have access to the things easily. If not, I do email out the night before. If you want to be included, you can send me an email, tanya at a1health.com.au, and I'll include you on that list. All right. So I think that's um, pretty much our discussion for today. So I want you to remember that no matter what you do or don't do, you are always worthy of respect. And no matter how many mistakes you make or how many things you might say or do wrong, you are always worthy of respect. And anyone that is not respecting you, you have every right to say no, to walk away, to you know withdraw and to express that you're not happy about the way in which you're being treated. That is always available to you. And sometimes we feel things won't change, but things may be changing slowly and we're not realizing, but the more that we are calmly and quietly speaking up for ourselves, the more we give opportunity for those to change around us and also to believe in ourselves. So I um, I wish you to have a, a wonderful day. Please feel welcome to share. And also, if you are stuck, I do offer a clarity call, which is like you know, a 20-minute call in which we just pick out one of the issues that are stopping you from accomplishing what you want and helping you to be more clear on where you do want to go in life and what the next step is. If you want to go further than that, we actually offer an Energy Works course where it's three days where you learn to clear energy and you get the opportunity to have like-minded people help you work on the things that you're stuck on and to make big progress. It's interesting too as you make that big progress too that there is often the aftermath is as you move forward so positively that there is often some repercussions. You know the negative team don't want you to do what you're doing so there may be some opposition that will come up afterwards. But you know knowing that the opposition is a backhanded compliment helps us to be able to get through. And I think as we make those progress steps in life it, there will be opposition and, you know, especially if we'll, what we have to do is of great value and will change humanity, even if it's just the few people around you, those changes that you make to the few people around you will make a huge difference to other people through those the ripple effect from those one or two people. And so, you know, never underestimate the value of of what you are worth and the effect of your good choices and your being yourself have on those around you and the people that they come in contact with. And if you um, have been to an Energy Works event, there is great closeness and help that comes. Sometimes it takes a few turns to be able to master everything, especially if you haven't worked doing energy clearing before. But it's possible for anyone to do and often we are reawakened to the gifts and talents that we have. So I've often had people comment to me after an event of how they are so much more aware of people's feelings, of their own intuition, of being able to see things in other people's fields or to have a clarity of understanding. And those things are often allowed to come to the surface as we are involved in these particular groups and mixing with like-minded people because often we've hidden who we are 
and we have hidden our talents and kept our talents away from being criticised because of fear of being unacceptable. And then I'm offering the opportunity too, if you are interested in you know learning to set yourself up in business, helping you to work out your why and what you want to do. So all those offerings are available. So if you want a clarity call, you go to calendly.com. So it's C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com forward slash Tanya Ormsby which is T-A-N-Y-A-O-R-M-S-B-Y forward slash Clarity Call. And so then you can book in a time to have a chat. And um, I love doing those chats. It's wonderful. And many times, even if people choose not to work with me, they still have great improvement from that Clarity Call. So if you're wanting to do that, I'm ready and willing to do that. Anyway, all the best. Hope you have a wonderful day. And thank you for being on the call and thank you for sharing the call for those that do. All right. All the best. See you.